welcome to Illuminating the Scriptures, a study of Nevi'im. In this series, we explore the words of the prophets and delve into the meaning and significance of these sacred texts. Isaiah chapter 2, the book of Isaiah, second chapter, verses 1 through 4. The theme over here is a prophecy about the end of time. This is one of the we call it a messianic prophecy in the sense that it describes this glorious age at the end of the history, at the culmination of the history of mankind. It's a message of hope. It's a message of the triumph of God's truth. This uh, passage has, you know, it's, it's in a certain sense, it sets, there are, there are many messianic prophecies throughout the book of Isaiah, throughout the books of the prophets in general. This one is in a certain sense central. It sets the tone for many of them as the first one in the book of Isaiah. It's actually repeated in the book of Micha, chapter 4. The fact that it's repeated tells us of its importance, and it shapes the way we think about the end of times. Verse 1. The word, or the thing, the matter, that Yishayo ben Amites foresaw, he envisioned, Al Yehuda Yerushalayim over Judah and Jerusalem. Even though this is going to be a prophecy that's going to encompass all of mankind, but primarily it's a prophecy to Judah and Jerusalem. It's about their destiny, and it's about their calling. It will be at the end of days. Another way to understand the word Acharis not necessarily end of days, but the culmination of days, meaning to say is that all the days, all of history is leading to this time. Every step in history is being is orchestrated by God to bring us to this point in time. It will be well established, Har Beis Hashem, the mountain of the house of the Lord, on the top of the mountains. Venisa, it will be lifted up, it will be exalted, Migvais, from the hills. Venaharuay love and all the nations will flow to it, to the house of God, in other words. This metaphor of having the house of God on top of the mountains, on top of the hills, tells us it's not just physically, it's going to be in a high place. The point is that anything that people had ever considered important and a goal worthy, worthy of striving for, this will be higher than that. All, this will be above all goals, above all Ends. People will realize that this is the only true goal that's worthy. That's that, that it, it's it's beneficial for man, or it's truly right for man to strive for this goal is to come to this house of God. Many nations will, or mighty nations will, will walk and go. and they will say, let us walk or let us go. and let us go up El Harashem to the mountain of the Lord. El Beis Yaakov, to the house of the God of Jacob. V'yeirenu midrachov, he will teach us of his ways. V'neil chabar chaysav, and we will walk in his paths. K'mitziyin, from Zion, teitzay Taira, teaching will go forth. Udvar Hashem, and the word of the Lord, miyushalayim, from Jerusalem. Very rich and full verse. First of all, the nation's with all of their might and with all their power, 
they're going to humble themselves and they're going to say, let us go up. Meaning to say, they're going to recognize that they need to go up and rise and elevate themselves. They'll, they'll realize that where they are is, is not the right place to be. They need spiritual elevation and come to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. Whenever God associates his name with an individual, in this case, Jacob, and here is, we understand it's not just referring to the patriarch Jacob, it's referring to the nation Jacob. It gives us to understand that this person is somehow connected with God. God connects himself with this person. And it's, it's not enough that the people say, we want to connect to God. We want to connect to the, to the God of Jacob. Somehow what Jacob represents, what the Jewish people represented in throughout history, what they stood for, that is the God that will be the, that we worshiped on that day. He will teach us from his ways. This is guidance. Guidance in a general conceptual sense. And we will walk in its paths. This is talking about practically. Practically the details, we're going to walk in his path. We're going to get general guidance and we're going to walk in the path of God. When it says teaching will go forth from Zion, Zion is the core of the city, the temple complex, the temple mount, the royal, the Davidic palace was there. That's the core of the city. The Var Hashem, the word of the Lord, will be prophecy from Jerusalem. We learn in Jeremiah 3 that the seat of the Lord, the throne of the Lord, will be in the city of Jerusalem. Prophecy will emanate from the city where the people are living. The people will be so elevated and so high that God's dwelling place will be amongst the people. The teaching will go from the temple, the temples where the priests are, and where the court of law, the king, all this is, is, it has to do with the concept of teaching God's law. Now, when it says over here, we will, we, he will teach us, it doesn't mean that the, pro, the, the nations of the world will become prophets and God will directly speak to them. It means God's teaching will come to them in that place. In Zechariah 8, we understand that there's, there's similar verses about the nations coming towards God and they're learning from the Jewish people. God's truth and God's light will flow through the, through the Jewish people to the nations. The next verse, verse 4, B'shafat b'nagayim, God will judge amongst the nations. He'll reprove mighty nations. They'll chop their swords or break down their swords into plowshares. And their spears, those are pruning hooks. No nation will lift sword to another nation. They will learn war no more. Another very rich verse. Here, God is judging and reproving. So the nations are not coming to worship God People come often to, to, to whichever house of worship they come to for a spiritual high. They want to come away feeling elevated and feeling they're coming to be knocked down, meaning to say is they're coming to be judged. They realize that there is negative inside them, that they want cleansed from themselves. So they're, they're going to be coming there to be judged and to be reproved. They're not coming there for you know a spiritual high. They're coming to be reproved. Similar to what we spoke about before, in, for example, in Isaiah 11, we get the idea that Messiah will be doing the judging. Again, it's God's judgment will flow through the Messiah to the nations, and he'll be doing God's judgment. When it speaks about breaking their swords into plowshares, not lifting sword to one another, not learning war anymore, the idea is that, in a certain sense, all of mankind's striving until we connect to God, 
we keep God out of the picture, it's all a matter of trying to gain an advantage one over another, whether it's in finance, whether it's physical battle, whether it's politics, whether it's social standing, emotional strength, whatever it might be. That's Until you put God into the picture, every person is sort of responsible for himself and is, has to secure a place for himself. And it's all a struggle. It's all a fight in a certain sense. And they, when it speaks about they will war, learn war no more, the idea is once you realize that God is in charge, we're not here to he, – he's taking care of us. He's the one that puts each person in his place and he has a place for every individual and he has, he has blessing for every individual. Well, the whole attitude of people will change. The underlying theme, the underlying foundation of the way people think about trying to earn advantage, trying to carve a place for themselves won't exist anymore. God is, has a place for you. That's not what you have to do. That's not your job in life. That's not your goal in life. Your goal is to find your place and receive God's blessing in that place and pass on God's blessing to the best of your ability to, to the people around you. So again, to recap, this is a vision for the end of days or the culmination of time when all of mankind will worship the one true God, the God of Jacob, and all of mankind will submit themselves to God's sovereignty. It will be above all the mountains. They'll recognize there's the only true importance, there's the only true goal worth striving for is service of the true God.